I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Two weeks later, on December 1st, 1947, the city council met again, this time with a resolution on the table that would, that would require Atlanta's police department to hire eight black officers. More than a thousand whites crowded the chamber to oppose the measure. But despite their vehement protestations, uh, the campaign led by Scott and King finally succeeded the council voted 10 to 7 in favor of the resolution the daily world held its passage with the headline the long-awaited dream comes true and yet the new black officers would be far from equal the resolution stipulated that they were to be hired on a trial basis that they would work out of a separate precinct the basement of the local ymca that they would patrol only in black neighborhoods and that they would not be permitted to exercise police powers over whites if a black officer witnessed a white person committing a crime he would detain the offender but for an arrest he would have to call his supervisor and request that a white officer come to the scene these restrictions were not atypical all over the country black officers were routinely systemically uh humiliated and in order to remind them of their second class status and to reassure whites that their racial order remained fundamentally intact in savannah for example black officers were not allowed to wear their uniforms or to or from work in montgomery alabama they had to go around the back to the back door of the police station to pick up and turn in their equipment each day segregation was most thorough in miami which until 1962 operated two completely distinct criminal justice systems one for whites and one for blacks the latter system had black officers a black only police station and a black judge and a bailiff hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews please if you're hearing this the sound of our voice okay we uh would love to hear get more five star reviews every saturday yes um and we will read it on the air on the feedback show which you know i think it's uh one of those shows that everybody should listen to okay you want to hear what you guys had to say maybe someone brings up a point you hadn't thought about maybe somebody makes a joke that, that we didn't make you well, you can hear it on our saturday feedback show the excerpt that i started the uh the show with is from locking up our own crime and punishment in black america it's by james foreman jr um so yeah i i just think it's interesting because i love that chapter it talks about black police officers and how uh over time things have changed and it's so funny to think about how we think about black police officers today versus what black police officers are supposed to represent when they first started right um because when you think of a black police officer now what do you think of what do you mean you personally like when you think about the black police officers oh when when, when i think about black <laughs> police officers i just look at police officers as like a unit a whole unit you are a police officer like I don't really look at it as black officer, white officer. You're an officer. Like, in my mind, you're a police officer, and I will, quote, unquote, respect you just like I would any other officer. Yeah. When I see a black police officer, I know they're going to be tougher on me. At least that's the way it's been my whole life. Like, I don't expect them to – like, I know I ain't getting off with a warning if a black police officer pull me over. Definitely getting that that ticket, you know, if not worse. You know, definitely can't, you know – you got to be real careful how you talk to them and all that shit because it always feels to me like they're trying to prove um 
something to uh to their peers maybe you know um and i think when you think about the roots of that um equation and why they may feel that way um partially it is because of how it started so black police officers were originally there were no black police officers right there were white people that policed everybody and they policed black people and they did so as one would unfairly (laughs) as you would guess (laughs) so when um post-slavery and uh post you know um like uh reconstruction black people that was a big hurdle for us was like we need more people in civil government we need more people in positions of power you know um because as much as people talk about they don't like the police and all this shit um you know a big part of that was also like well maybe the solution is to have black people who understand and know what black people do they can tell the difference between the knucklehead black person and the criminal black person you yeah, know and black uh, don't distinguish the difference and the, all the same quote unquote right and the upstanding working black person and you know so it kind of became you know a, an issue of this in itself um and so when you had these black people essentially being like okay so how do we um fix this problem with racist policing and over policing and and at the time under policing correct which is a thing we don't really talk about much anymore but it still exists under policing mm-hmm. is like if i'm getting robbed and i call the police and they don't show up for an hour that's under policing yes and it happens all across the country yeah but you know that's one of the things that black people used to talk about flavor flavor and uh and uh public enemy uh rest in peace they made a song a long time ago 911 is a joke mm-hmm. you know and if you listen this is one of the most radical groups of all time this is not a group that worships police officers or any of that but the entire song was what's the point of calling 911 if they ain't gonna come anyway like you know and when they do come they get the shit wrong you know that's that, like that was the whole purpose of that yeah, song you calling for help now you under arrest bitch i called you right it's basically police are a joke is what it, what it's saying and so anyway at one point it went from we need the inclusion of the we need inclusion into this stuff because black police officers will come in and they'll be more black than police they'll be more like you just said you see black black police officers as police first and treat them the same way you treat any other police right mm, yeah because i'm not sure if i'm scared of them all so so in my mind i don't see the difference right and um i think with this that like the idea was always that we would see a black person they would see a friendly face and they would actually do what the motto says to protect and serve the black community because things were so segregated back then it was like well we're your community it's not like you have a choice you don't really have power over white people they'll never respect you Mm -hmm. y'all officers won't respect you there's nothing you can do and instead what happened was one the officers who got hired they weren't in on this like these black these are just black men looking for a job it was not to work yeah they weren't activists going into the you know this these weren't community leaders that became police officers Mm -mm. this was this was just people who were like i'm you know maybe i'm out of the military i can't find work i need a job the other thing is to earn the respect of their peers which you know they were on an eternal cycle of never being able to they needed to be tougher they needed to be if you're going to be walking the black streets with the way that uh, america criminalizes blackness and black existence and and all this shit you can't just be like out there well no crime happened today 
like they're like no 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 that's the whole thing the black people said there's crime in the community they don't like the way we handle it so you get down there and handle it but i want you to handle it the way we do i don't want you to handle it in a black way or a kind way or work it out and get to know the neighborhood no 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 you go in there and you crack heads but you're black that's it and if you want to if you want to be part of what we do that's what you're going to do you know so when people talk about like abolishing the police that's the latest iteration of this long ass hundred year struggle that we're going through with policing and black communities and even longer if you start counting you know slave patrols and mm-hmm. um citizen patrols and stuff up north um union uh busters up north and shit like that if you start counting that kind of stuff i mean you're talking about even even longer than hundreds of years you know it's hundreds of years at that point so um yeah it's, it's interesting to see with the long view of history like how their best efforts essentially were you know changed because white people and racism is that strong yes it is yes it is it's the foundation and it's the root of our country and until america which means white people address that this will continue to be an issue yeah and when you think about the when you think about the idea of black police officers buying into and becoming the system you know in this situation and 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 putting us all in you know this like mortal danger or whatever at all times and i feel no safer if nothing else i feel more in danger when i see a black police officer you know it is kind of like what's the point you can understand how, how people get to that point you know um how people feel like well what's the if you do this much damage why do we need you at all you know um and the other part of it too is if they would have done it correctly quote unquote i wonder what would have happened you know if black officers would have been allowed to just be police officers mm-hmm. you know if they would have, if, if the whole point would have been like yes you can arrest white people all that stuff because at the same time that they were like here niggers here's some black police officers they were like but these are niggers too don't like they're just niggers with badges <laughs> right no, don't, don't get don't get it wrong don't get it twisted yeah they don't have any rights that we have to respect any more than you do correct you know? one of the greatest uh episodes of tv to, last year was that watchman episode where they talked about him uh her great grandfather her grandfather being a, a police officer it was amazing tv because it it is ripped from the pages of this book like it's is that those stories are what happen you know you arrest a white man you're the one that gets beat up later you know because they're like you you stepped out of line you know white man can tell you straight to your face i know you can't take me to downtown nigga fuck you Yep, and but people for real, just like you got HBCUs, there's a reason why you have the Black Police Office of Fraternal Order of of, of Fraternal Order. Uh, of yeah, police. it's the reason why you got the Black version. Like that 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 didn't pop up out the blue out of nowhere. It's the reason why they was like, no, we gonna specifically be like, no, we are black. And every time we read about a black officer enduring harassment, uh, a, a police officer who spoke up about the um, brutal tactics of a police force they're, they're immediately labeled a snitch and drummed out like and harassed and threatened you know it's it's so funny that white people can't believe the police are corrupt and fallible they all the movies like it's amazing all the movies all the tv shows all everything is like corruption 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 but everybody in their everyday real life they get these fucking stories from somewhere they don't make a lot of this shit up yeah some they do but a lot of them are based off of real shit that has happened yeah you look at like serpico and 
you know i was watching a tv show uh and this happens in so many tv shows but i was watching the daredevil on marvel the marvel you know uh netflix show mm-hmm. and half the half of the fucking show is not about him fighting criminals it's about him fighting police corrupt police and yet when black people say hey these police are corrupt this person who got killed i don't believe the police hey this video footage that i'm looking at i don't trust that this was on the up and up until i see it with my own eyes and they they really think we're the ones who are crazy but the whole but the whole of a lot of pop culture is about the fact that police are very corrupt you know and the fact that um they they're not trustworthy in that even if you integrate black people into it if the black people on the up and up they get drummed out and if they're not then they just become another person that's down with the con of 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 protect and serve um so yeah that's what it made me think about butterfly in the sky (laughs) i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow i was a little early on that one sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to start laughing i just wanted to get it started okay um we i guess before we get started we did get a question in the chat um let's see this is from living corporate can we have a conversation about biden's inability to form simple sentences beyond the jokes that snl has made for months should someone seriously encourage him to sit down on the on super tuesday on the eve of the uh primary shit coming in you know that's not gonna happen come on man like let's keep it real like that's crazy um i know people want bernie to win and shit i i, I like elizabeth warren but i mean if biden is the one that's in the lead i already said what i was gonna do like all of them really it don't matter who any of these motherfuckers and and i i guess people are panicking now mm-hmm. because you know biden about to to take this thing and that's the people that's probably on the internet people's least favorite of the people other than uh bloomberg yep on the internet on the internet yeah and so um it's funny to me that we went through all this shit and now people's worst nightmares coming true is that it might be biden and on the other end of that because a lot of those same people have been you know turned off by arguing online with these bernie sanders people mm-hmm. they don't want him to win Mm-mm. and then you know warren is somewhere you know and probably a, i guess with everyone dropping out like a distant third place yep eating up bernie's vote so Mm -hmm. she's not gonna win and if if they could you know maybe they could get like if there was you know you go out you vote your conscience you know today i think you know you vote this i think primaries is for voting for the people you believe in and uh we'll see what the results say it's not your you don't need to go in there and vote to determine like well i guess everybody said biden like if you want warren then vote warren if you want bernie then vote bernie if you want biden then vote biden that's your right you know but um i guess my feeling is more like y'all knew what this was like it was not a game the whole time like 
this motherfucker bottom been talking like this the whole fucking time the whole goddamn for years his gas was cute to people right when he was on nip obama it was cute so i don't like this little like last minute panic everybody doing nigga miss me with this i've been off i have been on some like well clearly the only person that i find viable at this point is warren and i've been feeling that way since like harris dropped out Mm -hmm. i'm like okay so pretty much elizabeth warren is the most competent person on stage it doesn't matter if uh you know but i guess i kind of was prepared for this because i remember in 2016 when it was hillary clinton and motherfuckers kept telling me how it wasn't misogyny but somehow she just wasn't the one wasn't the one and then when you actually get down to the nitty-gritty and ask why you know at the end of the day they get to the point where there's nothing else and you're like okay it's misogyny that that's what it is right okay it's not even close to me you know to me it's not close because she's everything bernie sanders says except she has the numbers and facts to back her up on how she's gonna get it done and then on top of that she can integrate marginalized uh talking points into what she's saying so she can be like well not just what like say the question is on um women not earning enough in the workplace she won't just answer that and be like well yeah women don't earn enough in the workplace she'll be like and specifically black and latinx women latino women latinx women actually make even less than white women so this figure that you said is this this like she can snap that shit off the top of her head because she has to because women have to be fucking overqualified for every fucking goddamn thing they do right it's like i'm not sitting at the debate like you know pulling my hair out waiting on somebody to ask them about a question that affects black people because i know when she gets to that answer she's going to incorporate how things affect other than just white people uh into her answers and i'm not just saying this is a black person she does it with gender issues she you know she's one of the few people that when she's called out on some shit she will try to incorporate that into making herself better you know which is uh to me uh in 2016 that was a big thing i liked about hillary clinton uh back when nobody was supposed to like her i was like i like that when she gets called out it's not just like well fuck you then i said what i said she's like no okay okay cool let me add this talking point like let me you know and then the point and then because she's a woman it becomes she's disingenuous you can't believe her she's lying because you know all women lying shit and nobody can ever trust them and so it's interesting to see that stuff happen with uh warren now now she's quote unquote pandering you know um and i don't know what people want really because they don't know what their claim their claim will be like well bernie sanders he's been saying the same thing for 40 years and i'm like but think about what you just said you've been saying the same shit for 40 years despite things changing that's actually not good like you can get better everyone can get better at something you can be more right you know i've I've broken down on this podcast before how uh the thing i really would have would have won me over in 2016 for sanders would have been when he talks about the wall street greed and the housing crisis if he would just add in that extra element of and it directly affected black people so the the black people who got blamed for buying too much home were predatory they were they were they were were targeted yeah they were targeted you know they were preyed upon and if he could just do something that simple because it's right in his wheelhouse hey dog i'm with you let's roll now he you know all that being said man fuck these internet niggas he's still to me a much more viable candidate than biden yeah like i don't take no fucking uh 
i'm not pumping my fist that if he loses tonight i hope i kind of hope he don't if we're being real about it if my choices are fucking biden or sanders and those are the only two i get i'd rather have sanders than biden because like biden really does seem like he's not all the way with it man i think i think everyone's noticed it you know what i mean i don't know how (laughs) i don't know how but i mean these are the choices we're left with is a dude that people are not sure if he has his full mental capacities and another motherfucker that just had a heart attack because we refuse to see this fucking woman in the race it's goddamn insane that anyone is like this is not a sane country and where we don't see that elizabeth warren is the obvious fucking answer and she sits far enough to the left where if people would just get off of the bernie sanders like uh you know cult leader worship type thing they would be like well hold up if we can convince democrats to fuck with her which they already seem to do to some extent and we just take our bernie sanders ass over there she will win with the platform that he has except maybe one degree less and they were like nah fuck it we'd rather just uh have biden and then after that we'd rather have trump if we can't have bernie right that's 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 how it's gonna tick it's crazy man it's it's honestly crazy it the amount of work and detail she has to put into her plans just for people to ignore them is frustrating motherfucking ignore them you know i've tried not to like get on my soapbox about this shit this year because at the end of the day and i'm in it and i'm not backing off of it i don't give a fuck who it is all of these niggas are better than trump period all of them yes and so i'd vote for any of them but yeah biden's not a dude that i think is a great choice and neither and and like i said uh to me this is just what people brought on themselves yes they did because when you had all this can all these candidates and it was all this diversity out here we talked about it before people complain 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 not supported complain complain and people started dropping out and most people that most of the time women and minorities are going to drop out first because a lot of times they don't have the money or the funds or the backing <laughs> to actually last as long and then people complain about how there's no diversity because they all dropped out yeah and um i noticed that people have come a long way on this to some extent um i saw um i think i still had a tweet yeah yvette nicole brown um was um a video from the root where she was talking about super tuesday and she said uh it's a thread yvette nicole brown one of our faves Mm -hmm. said reminded us that our ancestors died fighting for us to have the right to vote you're disrespecting their legacies when you don't exercise your civic duty um nobody uh said nothing bad about her that tweet's been up for since 315 so it's been up for a couple hours and isn't that interesting right because four years ago when uh oprah winfrey was said the exact same fucking thing mm-hmm. there was a bunch a big ass group of black women that claimed to be liberal talking about uh you not gonna guilt us black people mm-hmm. vote the most blah 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 it's funny how the shit the shit got serious as i said it would get and now motherfuckers that, that energy is gone yes it is yeah, yeah the energy is gone it's it's it's, it's it's not the same like i said i've i've calmed down a whole lot over the past few years but yeah i was fucking livid at a lot of people a lot of people i was mad at i was mad at 
uh white people i was mad at black folks i was just mad at everybody because you know uh a lot of people in their way shapes or forms let us down they let a lot of people down you know you you claim you want these things but when it's time for the rubber meet the road you rather not vote you 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 rather say ignorant shit you know you 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 rather just just la 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 and the thing that frustrated me the most is a lot of people was like that a lot of times people have a privilege to say that even black people when they feel like it's not going to directly affect them these people live in these liberal areas where a lot of times people are more liberal with how they vote in the laws but when guess what it's niggas out here in timbuktu the fuck nowhere black people are out there too and they are suffering because you did not give a fuck yeah to me it's more about the fact that you know they said like it was the cool thing to be online talking that shit right you know people didn't like and never examine why but they essentially did not like hillary clinton and so in 2016 you could just get away with saying some reckless shit like fuck oprah because the only reason she's saying this is she's a billionaire what does she know like she ain't black like she, like she not a black woman no like she more. didn't play sophia you know like well that's just a movie part but like she's like like she's not a black woman anymore because it we're mad online and because and that justifies everything we get to call her out her name dismiss her whole point to act like she's just you know nobody like she just came from billions she was born as a billionaire and just started fucking walking around the korean shit and it's just weird that that shit got that out of control but i i like i said i'm not calling names i'm not really going out harassing these people it's just funny to watch how yvette nicole brown says the same thing four years later but now people get it because trump is in office and it's serious there's already a five to four majority in the supreme court it could get worse ruth bader ginberg could fucking pass out tomorrow and we're fucked you know like so it's people now you know i saw martin lamont hill come out and say like you know and i feel like bernie sanders is the man da, 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 da. we need to vote for blah blah, blah. and i because we can't go through any more trump i'm like oh now now is the time for okay cool we get it now yeah they've been a lot of them have <laughs> been quiet for the past few years they haven't said a motherfucking thing because you know the underlying shit on this i guess as we're talking about we're talking about it the underlying shit on this and the reason that people even felt that way in 2016 is because the motherfucker they complain about the most was actually the best fucking president we've ever had barack obama right and like with most black people who are great at their jobs people get fucking comfortable and then you just expect shit to flow the way they set it up forever like the work didn't matter like they did no work like you just come to get you that becomes the new normal for you right every black person says this at their job president ain't no fucking different than any other job you gotta be twice as good to get half as fucking much that man was twice as good a hundred times better than trump but twice as good as george w bush all these other motherfuckers twice as good as bill clinton no no fucking you know dick sucking scandals and shit like that like could not even have an ounce of corruption had to always be the jackie robinson of presidents and and smile and, and eat that shit always had to do it and always did it not necessarily for his own ego but my personal belief is for the image that he was presenting for black people forever like mm-hmm. i can't be the president that says goddamn america i don't get to be that guy Mm-mm. maybe the next black president or the 27th black president but it, it definitely can't be my black ass right and so it's funny how we take that competence for granted 
and so people in 2016 just felt very comfortable like how fucked up could the country get anyway yeah how bad could it be yeah when other people's like y'all do know it could get worse y'all like you know when people was like throwing up warning signs and was like hey y'all y'all quit bullshit now like it's it could get they serious still, they the the thing with these internet niggas is they still say stuff like oh you mean the drone you know killer in chief and shit like that trump has already done more of that mm-hmm. they don't call him that because no. they don't even give a fuck about that shit they like a lot of them never did it was literally just what can we do to knock this black man off this pedestal and so that's the shit i I keep coming back to is like everything from that moment is why the fuck we're getting this moment Mm -hmm. and if because like i said i still think bernie can win this year i think he was he was ahead i don't uh, people early voted i don't know that this is just you know he's definitely gonna lose i don't know that people keep people keep acting like it's over now and i'm like i don't know that it's over Mm -mm. but but let's say that biden wins let's say that then you understand what that means right obama was so good the man who simply stood behind him is about to be the next democratic candidate because obama was that good and motherfuckers can't admit it they want him back if he ran right fucking now he'd win the fucking yes he would get my vote a goddamn again in a landslide people keep skipping over the fact that when hillary ran she came in second in the most votes ever period and who she second to obama who beat her in 2008 2012 so like people keep going it's a turnout issue it's not a turnout issue like well she didn't get the same turnout as obama okay cool she didn't get the same turnout as obama getting the third most is supposed to be enough that's supposed to be enough like we keep acting like it's a referendum on her and a referendum on the democratic party here's the other part now that i'm talking fuck it we actually as democrats don't even need these bernie people like this whole thing that they're doing where it's like we'll hold the party cap and that's why you're gonna lose nigga you didn't make nobody lose the first time what are you talking about you're not that powerful it's not enough for you if it was that many people that love bernie he wouldn't be losing in these motherfucking he would just win in a, it would be a fucking landslide all the way through the democratic primaries because he has so many people that got his back but that's not the truth you know the truth of the matter is there's a very loud minority of voters that are like we want bernie or nothing else and we're that liberal and all this shit but the but the motherfuckers either vote green party or they fucking vote democrat and that's it and if they don't vote then they weren't gonna vote for your ass anyway they, if they weren't gonna vote for burn if they weren't gonna vote for anyone with bernie they weren't the ones that that lost the election for anyone like that's not how it fucking goes 77,000 votes in a country of 400 million people is what we keep coming down to. Like it's like it's it's crazy the hyperbole of art like you watch people argue in circles over and over and over again and they lose sight of the fucking obvious numbers and facts. I heard a podcast today that was upset about Joe Biden winning South Carolina. And so it was like, you know, uh and it's a black dude, so I guess he was trying to kind of like mitigate the bernie shit so he was trying to be like don't you know don't be racist towards black people don't call them low information voters and i said oh, okay i appreciate that you know that because it is racist when those bernie people do that shit after mm-hmm. they lose and right. they did it in 2016 and who wants to hear that shit now it's fucked up right yes it is 
but then he was he went on to say it's not that it's class it's black people that have money these bourgeoisie black people is against the working class black people and the numbers don't add up it doesn't make sense because the average black person doesn't have any fucking money no so like we like if you look at the median income and all this shit we've read over study after study over mm-hmm. here the vast majority of us don't have shit the majority like don't I, have shit and don't own shit so if you're talking about some elite upper class to upper middle class blackness you ain't talking about about a handful of black people a handful. most black people one check away from the floor come on one so, sickness or illness so the question then becomes how do you account for those numbers because joe biden won the black vote in a landslide and split the young black vote split it so it's not like biden uh bernie ran away with the fucking young black vote either so it's not the the analysis lacks something and i think when you disrespect and don't respect black people and you oh someone's lying to them they just they don't because uh, i think he changed it from low information voters to like heavy misinformation voters which to me is same same level of racism but the point the point really is this they don't know this nigga with everybody else everybody gets that when it comes to anyone else any other race hey we don't know you we do know this guy that's really the fucking be all end all of the shit come on like it you ain't have even to build in rows like i was excited like y'all know people just can't be show show up and be like here i am vote for me but people gonna be like the fuck who are you you know where did you come from what have you done like these are legitimate questions if joe biden wins based off of the black vote then to me it's gonna be funny how fucking arrogant the other politicians are that they don't start spending every moment in the black community and we do this every year you know one of the reasons i didn't really like pete Buttigieg was because of his his misunderstanding of not even misunderstanding i don't know that he misunderstood he probably knew the whole time and was like at the south carolina i'm gonna drop out maybe he knew the whole time but the 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 thing i didn't like about him is that you can't run for presidents if you have made no inroads to black especially southern black people you can't not on a democratic ticket Mm -hmm. you can't and so to see like you know the slap in the face that his campaign was to the black electorate it's hard to like it's hard for me to tolerate that like i'm like okay i know he got to do his thing he wants to get his name out there maybe this is for another run later but dog you like you don't fuck with us and we don't fuck with you and until you get over that hurdle what you gonna do you know and it, and like i said biden has just the fact that he's always had obama's back 100 percent. just just on that alone black people like oh yeah that's our dude what about the crime bill yeah dog um crime bill was 1994 bernie sanders voted for the shit um and uh we also uh have seen him since 1994 we ain't seen bernie since he fucking marched with king so we're talking about a recency bias here of this motherfucker's been back in the community at least since 2007 at least and then during and then didn't take the last four years off from being in the community like some people did 
like that's all it can it's so this is the reason i can't be mad at 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 biden winning even if i don't like that dude's uh policies right i can't be mad because it's the power of the black vote that's getting that to happen the referendum is out that this is the message to the other candidates court the black vote not with this pandering shit not with these last minute policies not with this well now that i'm running for president here's some things i've been thinking about no motherfucker you should be taught in the community now whoever the next person is should be in the community now don't do this shit later you know who gonna fucking um win the black vote if they run uh next time stacy abrams the fuck she is she, she, she the, will be my goddamn number one candidate she in the community we don't even know her fucking what her policies Policy. will be you know what she she's are. just in the community she getting in, people to vote she in the motherfucking community she's like i'm gonna be sure y'all vote i'm not here for the bullshit i'm fighting on your behalf and she's the the, the thing about that woman she knows her job and she knows how to do it well and she's very educated and you can tell she's not here for the bullshit and she's like no i am gonna be about my business you know when people ask her was she running she was like no i i got to do to do the shit to be sure when i run again i will win because she fucking got cheated and she's open to being a vp to any candidate by the way which is another savvy move but 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 i'm not even really just trying to stand for her i'm just trying to make a point which is when that shit happens you're gonna see the same fucking issue where people are like well i don't know about this this, this black woman uh i mean why she got to be in it uh, bernie sanders been saying the same thing for 40 and it's gonna be people like but we saw stacy abrams yesterday we saw her in the off cycle years we saw her helping us get people out to vote organizing us going state to state to save the black vote right like this is like this is the kind of shit that i just i think is so short-sighted for people at the top that just essentially want a green party the democratic party which is come around once every four years tell everybody this is what you need to do and be and then when they don't win i'm gonna go pout in my house like this is what the fuck happens now look i want to reiterate i'm not saying bernie sanders not gonna win he might this super tuesday man he might come out on top like who knows you know i think you know i think the democrats got that shit together a little late in the game mm-hmm. you know some of them motherfuckers should have been dropped out yeah but and and like i said policy wise i mean i'll fuck with that dude it's not is it as good as long as warren's policies no but of the of the options that america's gonna give me i'd rather have him than than biden uh, yeah. you know if i gotta pick i mean shit i don't know want um I, I see the i see the debates too but yeah this is the power of the black vote man i can't believe people are um i can't believe people slept on this man it's i mean you had four years to get it together four years to to hang out with somebody other than killer michael cornell west man it's not it clearly wasn't good enough in 2016 i guess the whole plan was just the other democrats will split the vote enough for me to slide on through and what do you but it's so obvious that these motherfuckers were gonna have to drop out it's i don't know how the dem i don't know how bernie sanders campaign didn't see this coming yeah it's like it's like they shocked by it like it's like, like they really can't see black like people he was supposed to just to glide in and win it's like they really can't see black people in the south Mm-mm, specifically they don't but it's like they really don't see black people is this was your albatross this is your achilles heel last time this was it how you fucked this up this a layup like you he better win tonight dog like i don't know what you do if you get behind after this because then you want a woman you just call a liar 
come on to drop out of the race and endorse you that's the only way you can get it back you know and then they and then they who have been acting like bitches the whole time turn into nah why are you acting like a bitch just because we harassed you and your fans and did you just ain't gonna lead drop out the race what what y'all the most sensitive motherfuckers in the race y'all the one that's been saying if you angry you can do anything and say anything to anybody and fuck how it makes people feel and fuck if that bridge is burned forever like it's crazy what has become in this race but you know i like i said any result that happens out of this super tuesday i can live with uh i don't give a fuck if it's a broker convention or not don't care don't mm-hmm. care who eventually becomes a nominee either don't nope. care nope I don't give a fuck it's a brown paper bag it got my goddamn vote yeah let's just get to voting day i don't give a fuck about any of this shit the only thing i can agree with all these random motherfuckers in my party is i hate trump come on that's the only and, and, and people act like that shit can't unite people the fuck it can't fuck him yeah i was listening to larry wilmore you know i love his podcast but he always says this shit like well you gotta run on more than just fuck trump no the fuck you don't because you know what biden ran on fuck trump and this nigga a contender right now like if that if it really was just like no fuck trump's not enough then biden would be way further down than he like why the fuck is he not last because he really just be up there like i don't have no policies dog get me in the ring with trump that's it this nigga like what's your plan to do push-ups on the stage with this motherfucker and call him a bitch to his face what's up and everybody's like i mean i don't know about that and then black people are like yes fuck that nigga because black people don't yes, like him fuck him we don't like him it's a big fucking part of it everybody well, what about the economy what about nigga start with fuck trump and then people will work their way down to the economy yes nobody that, like him no they don't it's, that's it yeah somebody and brought up tosi gabbard that's the only the only motherfucker that black people really can't fuck with is tosi gabbard because she don't be like fuck trump she'd be on right. like well i understand but but if she would be like fuck trump guess what black people would be like well you know she got some interesting points no we don't like we you can't win without us and we don't like that nigga right right and then that'd be the thing it's like like you said they gloss over us and don't really ask us how we feel about shit like oh we know what the negroes want do you do you really do you really because people was talking about bloomberg you know what his shit was like fuck trump that that was his whole motto every commercial is like fuck him like you see these these uh excerpts from the biden shit where they're like look he stumbled over this word he stumbled over that word he don't be stumbling over that fuck trump and that's all these niggas want to hear dog it ain't even <laughs> it's not even complicated Mm-mm. we don't even fuck with uh bloomberg like that we fucked with his ads it was like oh he's his talking ads. about trump cool as soon as he sat down in front he went to that selma thing in front of some black churchgoers as soon as he started talking everybody got up and turned their back on his ass why because we don't fuck with you we read the paper like get the fuck out of here none of us are stupid we're not low information we're not misinformed we don't like these niggas that's it anyway you know who could have spoken the Selma thing and y'all y'all call her a cop? Kamala Harris could have spoken. Nobody would have turned their back. Nope. Because we're not stupid. We're not sheep. We're not just getting our information off of some fucking message board. Like, black people be thinking. We're pragmatic. The sad part we is... have to be. The sad part is because of the burn bridge approach that Bernie has taken, 
he has lost out on so much black support needlessly it's sad that it came to this because he has to argue his shit his way he can't capitulate to black people not an inch and because of that you unfortunately that shit cost him a lot of black voters that he should get people that his policies can help but but if you say that it's like you hate the dude and if you if you say that it's like if you make any critique of him it's like motherfuckers just get mad at you it's like bruh this i'm trying to help you like there's a reason that this dude ain't doing good like with black people anyway like don't you want to do better i know i would if i was rooting for him i would want him to do better but you know why people picking biden because they think black people anyway essentially black people think regardless of all the fucking things people keep bringing up they think he can beat trump that's it he right. said he got one goal to beat trump the nigga already said he only want to serve uh he want to serve one term and hand it back over he just want to get the country back on track that's his words he just want to beat trump dog he don't give a fuck about trump even said in a speech the other day he was like uh well if Biden gets it he's just gonna let liberals run and run the country and just he not even gonna govern because he's not even in capacity to govern and i was like trump might be right who knows i don't think biden really like biden's whole thing is fuck you that's it so yeah man it's been a weird weird couple of weeks man um and it's gonna get worse after the results of this shit hit no matter what happened no matter what if biden is ahead it's gonna get all the fucking like oh god not this nigga um from everybody you know all the the people that love warren are gonna be mad all the people that love sanders is gonna be mad if sanders wins you're gonna get the opposite everybody going oh what's happening to our party it's being taken over and all this shit man just fucking vote in november just dog. vote that's it who policy is gonna be worse than trump none of them but yeah so i don't know man i've I just been thinking about this shit seeing all this news all day um I, like i actually uh donna brazil who um i don't know what happened to donna in 2016 when she was uh trying to act like the dnc primaries against bernie sanders and all this shit i don't know what she was thinking Mm-mm. and then she got a job for fox news and started fucking with them it was like really donna brazil like what what the fuck happened you know like what what why'd you just burn your whole career to the ground like for what reason you know and then when people was like so what proof you got because she worked with the dnc at the time well i don't have any proof i mean i just feel like you know it's not i was like oh god like what is, do you just not like hillary clinton this is your way of saying that like what is yeah, happening you could have said nothing but yeah she went on uh on fox news today to discuss super tuesday but then she ended up stunning all the viewers when she declared during the segment that the glp could essentially go to hell yeah i saw this clip and um she definitely took them white people for a loop they i don't know if this is just a long con of i'm i'm really woke over here i really have not decided to be oh one of them made a man yeah i don't know what happened like i actually i'm not fox news's uh black negro um but she was just like "Mm -mm." yeah uh so they had a state they played a statement from republican counterpart ronna mcdaniel who's a chairwoman for um i think for the rnc maybe and it was a response after uh it was in response after she allegedly said that the dnc was rigged had rigged this primary against senator bernie sanders because 
guess who else wants bernie sanders to cause chaos in the democratic party yeah the republicans and and russia right so that's been reported on during america's newsroom broadcast ed henry and sandra smith uh asked brazil who is now fox news contributor to respond to the allegations of um uh, that mcdaniel made earlier in the program about the democratic convention now see the thing with fox news is everybody's supposed to be on script they watch they they send a talking point out it don't if you getting a check from them you just do what the fuck they tell you to do say what you're supposed to say but she stunned everybody let me see if i can do that oh this is one of those ones where I'm trying to wait for them to see if they're gonna play the actual segment Clip. and not the because you know how they had the words underneath it right it's like and then With the love said, the music yeah i'm trying to uh eh, it's moving kind of slow i think i'm just gonna try to read it then okay go to youtube nah fuck it um so yeah uh okay the fuck it just started playing again i'm trying to pause it in the background all right come on guys what's happening here all right um yeah so then um during uh she says um uh mcdaniel said it's leading towards potentially a broker convention which will be rigged against bernie if those super delegates have their way on the second vote oh well no wonder it was playing the wrong video shout grio what are you doing come on man i get my news from black people and i expect you know y'all to to do it right come on grio we don't need that extra video at the top um but yeah (laughs) uh it's leading towards potentially broker committee which will be rigged against bernie if those super delegates have their way on that second vote uh we had donna uh ronna mcdaniel on donna earlier on the program uh chairwoman of the rnc and she was talking about the possibility of a brokered convention the impact that would have on bernie sanders here's ronna it does depend on how big the lead that Sanders takes out of California is, if he picks up a, a huge proportion of delegates. But I don't see anybody getting out soon, and it's leading towards potentially a broker convention, which will uh, be rigged against Bernie if those superdelegates have their way on that second vote. To that, you say what, Donna? First of all, I, I want to talk to my Republicans. First of all, stay the hell out of our race. Stay the hell out of our race. I get sick and tired, Ed. Uh, and Sandra, of listening to Republicans tell me and the Democrats about our process. First of all, they don't have a process. They're canceling primaries. They have winner-take-all. They don't have the kind of democracy that we see on the Democratic side. And for people to use Russian talking points to sow division among Americans, that is stupid. So, Rana, go to hell. This oh, is wow. not about... Yeah, go to hell. I'm tired of it. We're not, we're not trying to prevent anyone from becoming the nominee. If you have the delegates and win, you will... notion that somehow that's out there trying to pull the roadblocks before one candidate, that's stupid. I know what's going on. They are, they are scared of Democrats coming together to defeat Donald Trump. They need to be focusing on what we're focusing on, the Democratic Party, and that is preventing foreign interference in our elections. Stop using Russian talking points, Madam Chair, one month. Woo! You're you got, whoa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> whoa. Uh, next topic? All right, then. I didn't know you were going to go off script like that. You're supposed to just say what we tell you to do. 
and of course ronald mcdaniel said on twitter afterwards it's okay at donna brazil i'd be having a bad day too if my party was still hopelessly divided talking of a broker convention and the dnc trying to stop bernie obviously hit a little close to home because uh you know you're never wrong if you're on fox okay they just keep that shit rolling they don't need no facts but yeah that was funny as hell i'm like donna trying to come home okay i'll see you donna Mm-mm. next next week is gonna change yeah i know it's hard to be on fox news and not say some wild shit at some point um let's see coronavirus update the mta in new york is to disinfect trains and buses every three days in a battle to stop the coronavirus and i guess uh they they used to i guess they don't do it as often uh now yeah they probably do it but not as frequently yeah apparently they're gonna deep clean it every three days now every 72 hours yeah probably because this is not some shit you probably should have been doing but now you're probably forced to keep those things clean yeah but i always hear how dirty the subway is me too yeah they said uh in addition to the daily cleaning the mta says it's full fleet of subway trains and buses will undergo sanitization every 72 hours so i don't know do they really get cleaned every day if people say it's Mm, nasty they might get cleaned probably once every few months if that often yeah so yeah that uh so new york i think they have two confirmed cases right now it's kind of weird reporting on like one and two cases though it's like one case in north carolina i'm like okay like i'm not saying it's not gonna get bigger than that but it's kind of it's like what do we do about one case you know because it's like it's 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 the media going oh got one here got one here it's like every every yeah. case new case that pops up has has to make news then they turn the whole state red on the on that map so you get scared right um yeah i don't know man this shit seemed pretty serious companies shut down events shutting down companies closing the doors mm-hmm. not allowing visitors yeah like, it's getting pretty serious I, I don't think yeah they got signs going no our regular workers can be here but you people travelers nope no visitors it's nothing to play with uh people getting tested for coronavirus are also being outrageously charged yeah that's what we do here in america yeah um so you can get quarantined as required by the government um but after you're released from the hospital they return home to bills bills that it seems like the government should be paying for correct but when we've decided that sickness is a personal failing and not you know a public uh you know a public uh concern that we all should chip in and you know maybe have single payer yeah raise the taxes you know maybe have medicare for all something like that something you know um like every other industrialized nation we the only one that don't have that right like maybe if you would talk to uh you know black people about that for four years instead of just coming around once every four years and trying to sell everybody on the same <clears throat> however as people are released from the hospital they return to home price bills this worries this worries public health experts is they fear people will stop getting tested yes because you can't fucking afford it mm-hmm. oh it's about to get worse uh yeah sarah cliff told the new york uh, the new york times revealed that pennsylvania f- resident frank uh wasinski returned home to almost four thousand dollars in bills the average american doesn't have four hundred dollars for an emergency four thousand my question is why are we being charged for these days if they were mandatory we had no choice in the matter said was right 
eat you forced me to stay you didn't give me a goddamn option how are you gonna build me then which then of course leads to the next thing you can assume about the statement if he knew he was gonna have to pay that much he would not have he would not have stayed right why the virus would have spread correct so what the fuck are you thinking charging these people not to mention you could lose your job behind this like how many jobs are even gonna send you a check do you even have 14 days to get paid most jobs no as you do they're gonna be like well i guess you're gonna be eating your pto time or not being paid for it my question is why are we being charged for these days last month wazinski and his three-year-old daughter were mandated to quarantine uh by the u.s government when they returned from wuhan china at the possible exposure to the virus according to cliff wazinski he was charged $2,598 for the ambulance ride to the hospital alone and an additional $90 for x-ray scans to be read to be read by individuals that weren't official employees at the hospital uh i assumed it was all being paid for he said to the times we didn't have a choice when the bill showed up it was just a pit in my stomach like how do i pay for this when wazinski uh asked the cdc if the government would be covering this his and his daughter's medical expenses the center failed to respond however according to the the cdc they aren't changing patient they aren't charging patients for testing but there are other charges you might have to pay depending on your insurance plan or lack thereof so you also got uninsured americans what do you think they doing not getting tested a hospital stay in itself could be costly and you would likely have to pay for tests or other, for other viruses or conditions the most important rule of public health is to gain cooperation of the po- population says the government uh georgetown university global health law professor lawrence gostin there are legal moral and public health reasons not to charge patients another case ended with Osmel martinez askew being charged three thousand two hundred seventy dollars in medical expenses after a work trip to china when he only had the flu so he didn't even have it he had the, the flu and he still thing. got three thousand dollars in bills he went to jackson memorial hospital where he said he was placed in the closed off room nurses and protective white suits sprayed some kind of disinfectant smoke under the door before entering then hospital staff members told him he needed a ct scan to screen for coronavirus but askew said he asked for a flu test first at the test deposit for the flu askew was discharged askew's experience shows a potential test so it could have been more expensive it was thirty two hundred dollars for the flu if he actually would have had the shit who knows his experience shows the potential cost of testing for a disease that epidemiologists fear may uh develop into a public health crisis in the u.s yes 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 because every fucking thing is motherfucking for profit they don't want to do a fucking thing to help particularly when you have an administration that's all about motherfucking money and they push businesses like this is the end result and this is the result where you don't have a uh like you say a, a one payer or 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 an alternative to just the regular healthcare system you have the quote-unquote affordable care act but it was fucking stripped of a lot of its powers and the shit that it covered yep so yep there's been 89 cases in the u.s so far six people have died um but it's gonna keep going up yeah because now you're gonna have people refusing to get tested you're gonna have people just like ah you won't test me you're not gonna give me a fucking bill our lack of paid sick leave will make the coronavirus worse correct this is an article in the washington post 
the united states is one of the few wealthy democracies in the world that does not mandate paid sick leave as a result roughly 25 percent of american workers have none leaving many with little choice but to go into work while ill transmitting infections to co-workers customers or anyone they might meet on the street or in a crowded subway car mm-hmm. as a nation in other words we are sicker than we need to be that reality could make a widespread coronavirus outbreak here worse than it would be in a comparable country that takes sick leave seriously but to find out how much worse a fascinating 2017 study offers some clues a paper by stefan pitchler and nicholas robert zybarth examines what happened in cities that implemented mandatory paid sick leave in the 2000s san francisco was the first to do this in 2007 followed by washington seattle and new york a number of states like connecticut and california also adopted policies uh to find out how so they have sick like you just your your pto and sick time ain't in one pot they're like no these are sick days and these is pto time well i guess they just have to have a mandatory amount i don't know how they split Uh, right right like you like okay like you get so many a year that oh that's understandable you have to allow people to have sick leave yes you do uh that's what the law says um to find out how these policies affect the influenza rates the researchers called cold data from the google flu trends a now shuttered project that tracked influenza related searches they first demonstrated that those searches closely tracked official flu rate numbers in the u.s centers for disease control and prevention then they used the search data to compare influenza rates in cities with or without mandatory paid leave both before and after policies were implemented their main findings are shown in the chart below uh, but essentially uh, let's walk through this as there's a lot going on the thick vertical line black line represents the point at which sick leaves uh, uh this is them explaining the graph um so here it is the absence of paid sick days uh creates a near guarantee that workers will defy public health warnings and trudge into their workplaces regardless of symptoms right 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 huh? y'all know people coming out all the time coughing and 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 some people even be sick go to the bathroom throw up and come back to work because they was like i refuse to use my time or i don't have any time in this way a manageable health crisis can spiral out of control the service industry comprising the people who prepare our meals and care for our children has one of the nation's lowest rates of paid sick leave in the private sector at 58 percent the cdc reports for instance that one in five food service workers have reported working at least once in the previous year while sick with vomiting or diarrhea america the greatest fevers and all types of shit the greatest country y'all america but they're preparing your food though shout out to capitalism take as much as you can from the the, the, mm-hmm. the workers and but y'all but y'all don't want to pay them no more y'all 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 don't want to get rid of tipping and have a minimum wage i bet know? the ceo got sick leave i bet you do vacation time too employers are as well as policymakers who oppose paid leave policies tend to focus on short-term profitability if you pay a worker to stay home sick it's easy to calculate exactly how much that costs your company uh, but they overlook the much larger and harder to calculate cost of not having a paid sick leave policy more workers out sick because of those who are spreading the virus in the workplace as well as disease economic demand stemming from greater rates of illness among potential customers mm-hmm. yeah that that's happened before where yeah uh even at my uh old job like i said i i, I uh kept you know my desk clean and shit like that disinfected and shit like that but yeah like one person gets sick and that shit spreads like wildfire and then for you know it you know half of the department is out for the flu that has happened before where you be like well goddamn, what happened to everybody yeah and whether your desk is clean or not and you know somebody sneezing is airborne all right your, your desk can't clean that and everybody ain't clean 
um even if they are clean people still get sick yeah they do like that's you know that's matter of fact let me get to this because it's been bothering me for the last couple like week or so that's one of the major problems with this whole like wash your hands shit because people then are turning into once again the who's the cleanest type thing and you know white people nasty black people the cleanest people in the world that shit all uh, over uh, again uh, right 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 I, I don't, I, that's not what my point is my point is it just people are going to get sick period people get sick yeah they do and as long as we make it a moral failing of people that get sick it's going to continue to have this this is one of the reasons i think that you have it where companies are like we don't need to give you sick time if you just take care of the shit you told you would never get sick that's not how it works Mm-mm. sickness is just a part of life disease is a part of life uh you know some you know it just it's just part of living okay so that so i think people have to like come off of that just a little bit because it kind of makes it sound like oh you got sick what did you do wrong right right versus how diseases and and, and shit works <laughs> you know not to mention you might not have the fucking like time or the wherewithal to fucking take off of work when you are sick you know and and because we make it a moral failing that's another reason people come into work well i don't want nobody to think that i'm you know some some nasty motherfucker i don't know i'm fine uh well you've been seen like season all day no no i'm good i'm good it's not just allergies or something like nigga you're giving everybody the thing you know because we make it seem like something's wrong with you for that you know not to mention you have autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. you like there's just so yeah. much shit and in the world that we are not calculating for because our own privilege when you have a functioning able body or whatever you want to call it you, there's so much privilege to just be on some like these motherfuckers out here you know and i'm not saying there's nothing that's disgusting i mean i'm sure if somebody fucking blows snot all over their hand or you know use the bathroom and fucking like uh i don't know sucks on a lollipop or some shit i'm sure there's things i'm sure there's things but there's also this idea that people only get sick because they just aren't clean enough and that's just not true agreed and also uh we don't have kids but a lot of people with children have a tendency to be more sicker because a lot of times children actually they just do shit they don't care about germs they get sick you're talking to them they sneeze in your face sneeze in your eyeball next thing you know you got you you going down to yeah it just feels weird that people are so fucking like caught up on that part of it it's like i get it y'all have ran that joke into the fucking ground like this shit is serious i keep thinking (laughs) i kept thinking because i watch like Jesus and marrow and the daily show and stuff and you know how sometimes you watch like a a movie that's set in a post-apocalyptic future where a disease is spread and killed off all the humans and it's now survival of the fittest right it's a trope that we've all seen what maybe it's the walking dead or something like that so i was thinking about that (laughs) and i was like you know whenever they do those type of uh movies they always have exposition right so exposition is when you show people or like what happened in this world you know they they'll tell you through like a like a lot of times they'll tell you by like having like graphics on the screen that are like it's the year 2052 and da 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 right but we don't really do that much anymore now what we do is we show like newspapers and stuff like that but it's 20 you know 2020 now nobody reads the paper so one day it's gonna like people are gonna keep making these apocalyptic films or whatever and one day they're gonna be using tv and they'll show like news reports right you see that in them sometimes mm-hmm. like the disease is spreading that's no 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 i'm from you know al jazeera blah 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 right the the news report that's always conveniently 
uh uh targeted and specific to the to the plot yes you know they just cut to the tv um, when they walk into a bar and the tv volume is up and it's always like you know mutants are dying by the x gene such and such and then they cut the logan and then they slowly fade out they yeah. cut the logan in the corner and then all of a sudden the tv not loud no more for some reason huh? uh but but yeah you guys know what i'm talking about it's a trope in all the tv shows and movies but i was thinking like if that was real why come they don't ever have like the daily show or Jesus and Mero making jokes about the shit and then and then we can see the irony of they really thought this shit was gonna be okay <laughs> they thought this shit was a joke and, but it wasn't a joke it killed everybody like what if we are laughing at the thing that's gonna kill us and we're just all like ah, ha, 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 coronavirus <laughs> it sounds like a beer <laughs> and then like fast forward to 2060 and it's like everybody dead cause the shit was real only thing living is the cockroaches it killed everybody these motherfuckers didn't know what the fuck they was talking about everybody died horrible just shit written pus written death because everybody thought it was a fucking joke it was too hilarious to and watch the ones that survived are now the mutants right so anyway um rhapsody demands female rappers uh the i'm sorry rap rhapsody the rapper mm-hmm. defends female rappers against fans says cardi b makes conscious music uh so i guess she um rhapsody stopped by to discuss her career in hip-hop oh is this like a what is this like a boss a ball alert exclusive or something uh anyway um so uh in review in up rock's review of rhapsody's latest album eve eve that's the name of the album many of her fans categorize her as respectable in comparison with some of the female rapper community in response rhapsody denied her fans critiques and instead supported female mcs a lot of times people will use me as the you should like rhapsody because she don't dress half naked or you should like rhapsody because she shows how a woman is supposed to be shown and it's like bro you don't even have to do all that if you like me then like me but don't come at these other women because they choose to do art the way they do their art i agree we spend too much time talking about what we don't like instead of investing energy in what we do if you want to change it speak in other ways with your dollars with your support with your tour tickets if you're a dj play the record on the radio it's not about me tearing the next woman down uh she mentioned cardi b and uh, megan Thee stallion as example they tell the stories that they tell because they live that life and they should have that have the space to be honest about it she ended her comment by saying cardi b makes conscious music because that's conscious to what she was doing Mm, I, I love me a uh a, i love me a diplomatic answer like that i like that answer yeah. because uh the thing for me i've said for years is like it doesn't have to necessarily be that women rappers are pitted against each other or but that they, they hate each other asking them questions but we all keep the time. you keep egging until you can find something so they answer the question just a little bit wrong or just leave a little bit of room for interpretation and we always imply like these bitches hate each other you know and i love how rapsy came in there and squashed all that shit like nope i fuck with them too leave us alone yeah we do it differently but but their truth is their truth and my truth is my truth i don't have a problem with them anytime you the quote unquote only one that they allowing into a space they always try to do that well what about the other blacks what about the other i fuck with them too i'm a fan now leave me alone yep like it's, it's just i love that that answer that was so like mature of her um 
to recognize the setup that they was trying oh, to yeah, throw that her was in. definitely a setup question because so many people fall for that shit next thing you know megan the stallion said fuck rhapsody well what happened because she heard third hand so shit that in the interview third like it's just it's terrible uh megan the stallion is suing her label um and she got the green light to release new music uh because a judge issued a restraining order between her and the uh, the label because they were basically trying to be like you can't release no new music she said she got new music coming friday uh since the judgment went forward let's do it and everybody's talking about how terrible her contract is although i did ask what is a good contract in the record industry so it's a little like because i don't know correct like everybody can be like really um judgmental on a high horse about this shit but i don't know man i don't know the right answers to any of this shit and everyody will just get a lawyer to look at it or something hey man it, where's the lawyer coming from it cost money and where is it coming where are they coming from right where are they coming from because yeah you can get a lawyer but if the lawyer ain't looking out for your best interest you still gonna be screwed yeah i mean i it, i don't know i heard like so she is a 60 40 deal 50 1501 gets 60 percent of her recording income the remaining 40 percent goes to her but then she has to use that to pay the, you know how they do all the contracts engineers mixers artists on the work good stuff god like so it is bad yeah it is because what the fuck you gonna have left okay so then karen what is a good what is the like what's what is it supposed to be is my question oh i don't i don't know right and that's what that's what i find interesting everyone's like oh my god that's terrible i'm like what is the what's the what's the industry average like what is it supposed to be but somebody knows that statistic yeah i don't i I have no fucking idea that's why i'm not trying to jump into the uh hyperbole machine to talk about how terrible it is because i really don't know i'd like to know you know maybe somebody out there knows what it's supposed to be but you know i i don't know legitimately would like to know the answer because i haven't like not even in the article do they be like and on average you know an artist would get this you know and it sounds like especially at hip-hop they try to keep them contracts secret or something right right you know and it seemed like the way a lot of artists have to make money is to sign other artists to bad contracts you know so i don't know what the, what the fuck is a good contract in hip-hop uh for somebody that was in her situation i'd like to know and and who got those contracts in comparison to her you know um so i and i haven't seen any research on that at all Mm-mm. um but obviously it doesn't leave her with a lot of money Mm-mm. that's i was like ooh, right um but that shit can add up all those costs according to the lawsuit the contract calls for all the money from her touring and live performances to be paid directly to 1501 certified she said the label's supposed to give her a proper accounting of what she's owed but claims that they provided is incomplete purposely deceptive and vague um yeah the other thing too like i said people try to blame jay-z but it sounds like whatever deal she signed with jay-z is probably what exposed this yeah somebody got a hold and, and, and read that it was like oh girl no Mm-mm, you need to go and talk to them yeah sound like somebody said uh is this your contract because this ain't right megan also claims crawford has been using his relationship with rap a lot records founder jay prince to intimidate people in the industry in the suit she claims crawford pressured the producer to hand over beats by saying prince would be pissed megan claims prince is notorious in the industry for strong arm intimidation tactics and the comment was taken as a physical threat of harm man they tried so she she had to go full snitch to get this money back 
don't blame me though must be a lot a lot lot of money at stake megan thinks prince has had a hand in the online smear campaign against her including a recent story about her getting arrested five years ago oh with this mugshot from 2015 all of these headaches simply aren't worth it to megan who says in exchange to sign the contract she got a measly ten thousand dollar advance hence her desire to renegotiate she's suing carl and 1501 certified entertainment for at least a million in damages megan is not suing jay prince i mean can't blame her uh the restraining order she got also prevents the label from attacking or abusing her on social media megan's attorney richard bush tells tmz we are very happy the court granted our restraining order and uh and thrilled about the world that the world should be able to now hear megan's new music on march 6th so all right but it's funny though because uh somebody brought up like you know everybody's like look how dumb she is she ain't got no money no training blah 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 and that's why she got did her deal like this these young artists need to think da 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 we hear about and this then hold up hold up hold up please i was coming to a point mm-hmm and then someone brought up that taylor swift with her parents being millionaires and shit also got stuck in a deal that she had uh got fucked out of her publishing and all that stuff for um and is still upset about so maybe it's you know maybe it's it's not as much uh such an open and shut case of just what a dumbass is as is the industry is just a fucked up industry right 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 and so we hear about them all the time a lot of them uh what's that vh1 show where they go back and they talk about your favorite r&b singers and what happened uh where are they now and shit like that we hear about them fucked up contracts all the time mm-hmm. this is interesting because i think people think well since you heard about it then it's not gonna happen to you it's like i don't think that's how it works shit this is a reason these fucking grifts and things continue forever is because it's always a new person and they get you to trust them and shit and then you know turns out they, they're full of shit um all right let's see let me get into something else here guys uh i guess we can do um all right yeah, yeah cool 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 let's do some fucking with black people everybody <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and finds different articles make us feel fucked with is black people and we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us uh orlando jones uh welcomes all the smoke from isaiah washington after the mega minion ridicules firing so if people don't know orlando jones has uh been fired from my show american gods i know i talked about it in the pregame can't remember if it came mm-hmm. up on the regular show but uh he got let go uh playing one of my favorite characters one of my favorite actors it just sucks and he has been outspoken about how the new white showrunner came in and basically said america don't need to be seeing uh the angry black man uh portrayal of a nazi that orlando jones does on the show 
and apparently season two was such a shit show orlando jones wrote and performed most of his own monologues and stuff like that because they didn't have enough direction for where the character was going and all that stuff so he kind of bailed them out in season two and the thanks he got was a boot out the door and so he's been pretty outspoken about it like on on social media like man fuck these people and a couple things happened one the main guy who plays a shadow on the show who's like a, a biracial guy from like england uh he like direct messaged orlando jones the other day and orlando jones screamed out that shit and put it out for everybody to see like the dude was basically on some like man you fucking up the money for us and we support you we just want you to like chill out basically you fucking up the show for the, those of us that's left here and orlando jones basically like man you don't even fuck with me you didn't talk to me when i left you didn't say shit during this whole ordeal where they you know you know how they did me and now you want to come in and basically tell me to, can i be quiet so you can keep getting the bag like leave me alone like we're not friends we're not cool um so i guess all that online drama drew the number one troll orlando i mean uh isaiah washington uh he came out the closet came from under the bridge uh maga representative isaiah washington tried to stick his nose into a conversation that had nothing to do with him and actor orlando uh and actor orlando jones was fully prepared to check him um jones continues to give his perspective on his firing from the star series american gods in september of last year it has been an incident of contention for the actor who says racism played a part in him being let go by the third season of the show jones was informed that his services are no longer needed supposedly because the series is going to be exploring storylines that didn't involve his trickster god character mr nancy however jones called this horseshit saying the decision to remove him as an actor and producer and writer on the show was most more race related and jones blamed stars in the british production company fermentel uh on sirius xm's the clay kane show the actor talked about the on-set cultures calling the showrunner a wigger and a culture vulture who speaks with a quote unquote black scent not a wigger uh he continued culture vulture white guys running around with a black panther t-shirt on talking like you black acting like you black thinking you blacker than black people you are you're pro you're playing the whole game this is the only reason you were you would run your ass around and say something as crazy as mr nancy's bad for black america and clearly there's nobody around to correct you there's nobody of color around who feels that they had a guts to say hey sir you probably shouldn't say that uh you you write from a black male perspective you're like a 60 plus year old white man jones also questioned the way he was let go saying the task was handed was handed to a wigger who wanted to replace the angry black god guy with a marilyn manson-esque god uh jones continued his frustrations on twitter this week posting the now deleted messages that are allegedly between him and american guys lead actor ricky whittle whom jones sees as someone who's unwilling to support him widow seemed to respond to jones in his messages from december saying jones was using the racism card to burn your friend's house down in widow's messages he blamed incompetence not racism on jones firing isaiah washington led the uh, felt the need to chime in after of course he felt the need after jones posted his own his now deleted tweets welcome to my world my nigga your ass is black after all what where where is Yvette? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Brown? Siri. I I didn't mean to make you jump out. Jump out. It's my bad. Where's Yvette Nicole Brown to to shut this nigga down? 
uh washington was let go from gray's anatomy after using a homophobic slur on the set um so i don't know what the welcome to my world means jones wasn't having it though he tweeted back at washington questioning his blackness and demanding that he apologize to actress yvette nicole brown washington got it heated on twitter got in a heated tweet of beef back in november 2019 with brown which we covered on the show y'all remember mm-hmm. that apologize to at y and b your world seems more toxic than black he t- uh, tweeted washington i mean tweeted jones to washington he also added a video of tiktok influencer carter is a phag oh okay uh that says trans transformation video on how to purposely do blackface because you don't know how to do it you don't do it oh my god it's that simple huh support black people um this is when things escalated and so what is this video now hold on i have not seen this tiktok video i'm so old i'm not up yeah, on the tiktok i don't know nothing about the tickety talk i need to take it to the full black ignorance and call it the wrong name <laughs> um but yes yeah, okay so this is uh this is carter in this video transformation video on how to properly do blackface because y'all don't know how to do it you don't do it oh my god (laughs) is it that simple (laughs) support black people (laughs) that's hilarious that is good that is real good uh this is when things escalated uh washington tweeted back i know you didn't just call my world toxic when your fake black ass just got fired for trying to pretend you are black get the fuck out of here nigga you don't know you don't (laughs) n-i-c-c-a you don't want this smoke you ain't built like me ninja shit stick to writing champ he ain't got nothing but time on his hands well you don't have no job right (laughs) ah it's just like i can be on the internet arguing all day i love how you said there's nothing else to do sal nicker and ninja he don't even say the n-word that's that's the worst type of black person guys i'm sorry if you one of these black people you you, you're one of my pet peeves the people that don't say nigga but they do the words that substitute around yeah so now i gotta say nigga in my head like it don't count if you count yeah if you're not gonna say it a lot lot of times they just stay away from it i'm cool with you but the people that's like oh i'm not gonna say it but i'm gonna hint around it Mm -mm. it count ninja is nigga to me and i'm gonna read it and say it as such and nigga is is nigga Nigga. in your face i'm gonna say it this is when jones sarcastically responded with a gift saying oh that sounds scary as hell to which washington responded yeah you know who i am just say thanks that you have been hired for just looking like me but without the backbone uh eventually jones clapped back tweeting your comedy work on twitter is amazeballs but your homophobia is legendary you would have been an awesome mr nancy super duper angry (laughs) (laughs) uh it didn't stop there washington responded with misspelled words there your slave ass go there as in they are not the right there oh not yeah. n- not not there not like like t-h-e-r-e no Aww. they are they are they are your slave ass go trying to put pin that homophobic ish on me champ it ain't gonna fly you bitch ass ninja you soft ass ninja and have been for years 
who you send signing autographs for now in airports arsenio hall or that everybody hates chris dude either way you lose you know what go you know what that's a bar (laughs) (laughs) i hate to give him his due but that who you sign the autographs for arsenio hall and everybody hates chris dude that that's bars and then also like my man that play everybody hates chris just took kind of straight for no reason he minded his business he like man i'm just over here living life what is why i guess everybody do hate him uh why be uh washington also wrote why be uh bitch ass fake ass spider ninja when i have iconic roles like dr burke and chancellor jaha still killing it i don't know who neither one of the people is Chancellor jaha is in my show to 100 that's the only reason i know it i don't know who dr burke is is that from Grey's anatomy I don't probably know. it said doctor roles that inspire and not make mofos cringe behind your back foh fuck out of here it must be super hard on your mental state to have to use gifts of a character you just lost on at stars and now crying racism you look stupid oh by the way i premiere i premiering on at stars this summer so there goes your racism claim champ you suck as an actor just accept it and write um washington also went on that at orlando jones says that my world is toxic because i support maga and 45 yet he claims that racism is why american gods and american gods room fire him off of his former show he posted private deals of at mr ricky whittle trying to reason with him and now he won't smoke from me and then he put the are you not entertained gift he didn't ask you to come over there now i won't lie this last one wasn't good that was that one was a stretch because he did that thing was like oh and now he want to say this but it's like those the first thing had nothing to do with the second thing Mm -mm, mm -mm. um orlando jones says uh oh then oh then he said this will be my final tweet to you because i'm actually punching down now the hashtag load of shit is heading your way for years to come hashtag MAGA hater enjoy the painful journey champ laughing emoji and orlando jones says oh now that you released that that gigantic load of shit do you feel better boo huh do you hashtag crybaby and he said please don't go kanye clarence ben carson thomas west washington the the load the hashtag load of shit punch down is so sexy hashtag your sheet is showing uh and that's the end i will say this man neither one of these niggas brought it harder than your vet nicole brown Mm-mm. you know as as much as uh i like orlando jones mm-hmm. yvette, I yvette read this nigga for filth and it was so good uh it seemed like orlando really got things on his mind and things to do so he was like nah i actually don't have time for this Mm-mm. i didn't realize this nigga's gonna be tweeting 17 different tweets so I, i'm i'm good Mm-mm. i have other things to do like he probably came back to this at night like damn why my mitch is still <laughs> wow. oh you still talking this nigga really mad uh <laughs> anyway zero to a hundred karen uh, i'm not uh, zero I'm not, I'm yeah not I'm, i don't feel too fuck with either um uh let's see uh school scraps racist hair rules as they're influenced by white supremacy a head teacher is giving pupils free reign to dye their hair a riot of colors after abandoning racist appearance rules desmond dehan 
might look like your typical headmaster but he has introduced radical changes to both the curriculum and uniform policies at townley grammar school in bexley heath southeast london speaking from his office mr dehan 52 said more than half of his bright and hard-working students are from black african families and that they were being singled out because their afro texture hair did not follow eurocentric expectations around appearance he said his team talked with students and it became clear low-level sanctions around hair mattered a lot to them he told metro uh by listening and talking to students we realized that it's racist behavior this should be a protected characteristic for black african heritage pupils in the same way language and color of your skin is they have no choice around their hair it is part of their genetic makeup that their hair grows a particular way and requires certain management around it to ignore that as a result of an institutionally racist perspective after reading a book called don't touch my hair by emma debiri an academic who was calling for black children's hair to be protected in law mr dehan relaxed all appearance rules at the school he said people like emma have been affected by this for such a long time and not really been heard and that in itself says a lot about what is wrong this hasn't been noticed it's been it has been brushed under the carpet or dismissed hopefully we are a society now where we can face up to this colonialism and white supremacy has affected the way we think about things we need to be more confident to put a mirror up to our own actions and change them mr dehan says pupils are now a lot more confident about themselves and their self-esteem he says uh he said it has reduced conflicts they may have had with staff about their hair Mm. that has made relationships just so much better within the school they have started to think a lot more about their identity and their hair and the importance of it he rejected the idea that the new hairstyles would would distract pupils from their studies adding no once you stop challenging students about something that is wholly irrelevant to them you start spending time on things that are relevant and important brightly colored hair cornrows natural hairstyles are not a distraction to students any more than anything else in life come on but it's not just the appearance rules that have changed the school the entire curriculum has been decolonialized with sweeping changes made it to english literature history and sciences an inspector uh caused by jb Priestley has been replaced by with pigeon english by stephan kelman uh while a-level students are getting to grips with the color purple by alice walker rather than margaret atwood's the handmaid's tale the science department has been tasked with showing how european theories were influenced by wider world context how they stole it history students learn about immigration to britain and the black lives matter campaign and less about english kings and queens the school has introduced a unit on slavery with a focus on british black history come on boy what has megan done to these people mr dehan said most students in the uk schools learn an awful lot about black civil rights movement in the u.s and nothing about the black civil rights movement in the uk and it matters because they live there there's a real gap in it yeah and it's also the thing we do here where we don't have mind explaining how some other country was wrong with their racism right but when it comes to our shit we be like no 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 it worked out it was real easy you know black people was like give us rights it was like oh my bad dog uh anyway my next chapter let me tell you who got it bad the way the germans did these jews i killed a lot of them it's like yeah we agree so what about slavery though didn't y'all kill a lot of black people yes but that's all water under the bridge moving on yeah racism happens over there too um what we teach uh what he says um that there's a fundamental need to look at the curriculum that we teach what we teach and what is in our curriculum is a much a product of empire the empire and colonialism as our rules behind behavior and uniform are mr dehan added it's only a matter of time before schools recognize they are influenced by a history of white supremacy 
Sit down, Principal Dehan. Let yes. me get you a plate. Okay. Well, see my you. baby's whole attitude done changed. Mm-hmm. I know you seen her come in with them Afro puffs. What you think about them, them puffs over there, Principal? Yeah, uh, my baby loving themselves. Mm, I'm gonna see you at the PTA meeting. Okay. My, my, my baby teaching me about shit I didn't know about over here. You like you want some uh, sweet potato pie? <laughs> you like you want a sweet potato pie than a pumpkin pie, man? You know, just let me know. Would you like some hot tea? You know what I'm saying? You single? I got some. I got like an aunt over here. You know what I'm saying? You just let me know what's up, Dion. Okay? Cause I don't know how you learn to appreciate all this black hell over here, but I mean. What, how you came to that conclusion, you know what I'm saying? Shout out. He definitely coming. Okay. With no problems. He got in through the inside. Uh, um, zero to a hundred. Oh, zero. Yeah, I gotta give it a zero myself, dog. <laughs> and ain't it amazing, ain't it amazing how he was like, we changed the rule and all of a sudden, fucking conflict went down. All of a sudden, shit that we need to be focusing our attention on we could actually do it yeah i like how he didn't mince words or try to like mitigate it on some like yeah so you know these black people they going through some things and i mean you know they saying it's racist he's like it's white supremacy it's colonialism uh it's like he just was like it is what it is i read the book we're gonna change the curriculum we're gonna educate the people it's not two ways about it the shit is fucked up and the children are paying for it so we just uh moving on okay everybody everybody understand the rules has changed the end uh let's go to the next one guys uh, i'm gonna have to play a youtube video for this one and just as a warning trigger warning to everyone listening it is racist so yeah. my name is beatrice dixon i'm the founder of the honeypot in the beginning it wasn't easy to like start this company and there was a lot of times that it almost didn't happen if target didn't take the chance on us we wouldn't be in all the retailers that we're in today what's really dope is they helped us with the product line the packaging they really like changed my life the reason why it's so important for honeypot to do well is so the next black girl that comes up with a great idea she have a better opportunity that means a lot to me yeah I'm, I'm so i'm so sorry to that you guys had to experience that blatant racism that's uh, so sweet yeah yeah um you know I'm, I'm not surprised that karen would think it's sweet but that is sweet i hate to inform you karen what you just what you just listened to what you just watched mm-hmm. was very racist against white people it Sp- wouldn't for them specifically white women it uh, wouldn't for you very probably just enough that, that i mean i can't even explain it all in this segment karen we're gonna have to take a break and come right back we have to go to the next section it's a lot we'll be right back in the live chat so in real time we just had to take a break guys it's so much racism i actually had to leave the room for a second and pause because i that's a lot as you guys can imagine so there was a lot of outrage over this 30 second commercial karen that's all it was a smooth 30 seconds 
it was during black history this month. was my first time seeing it right so i know you're in shock right now that's why you don't you didn't pick up on the racism right um, away i'm good totally understand it's very Mm-mm, it's fine. very Mm-mm. it's very outrageous but I, subliminal i completely understand and i don't even still don't even know what the product is but i support her at the end of the commercial she says well it's a popular feminine care company so i think it uh takes it's like a for uh people with vaginas to help take care of them you know like um oh keep your ph balance under control and stuff like that yeah that kind of stuff uh the reason why it's so important for honeypot to do well is the next is so that the next black girl that comes up with a great idea she can have a better opportunity that means a lot to me she said in the ad sending people into rage you know um so people got upset karen as you can imagine i mean it's pretty upsetting to me as a, just a person that did you, just did, thinks that all lives matter. Did you mean white people, white women specifically got upset? Now, how did white you know women? it was white women? Because men don't oh. give a fuck about no honey pot. Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, yes. I, it was white women. I know how you could tell because it specifically was t- white women and, and they found it disgusting. I see what you're saying. No, yes. No, Those no, comments no, was no. specifically about limiting the imaginations of little white girls because Karen, no. white girls do not get to dream in America. That is the point. The you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just look, I always say on the list of people that got it hard in America, obviously number one, rich men. We already went over that last week. But number two, you listen. Number two, little white girls. I don't like your list little white girls i i oh man such a them. i'm like wow it's like you ever see a white girl just like on tv or like you see scarlett johansson in movie trailer you be like thank god she got a chance to just finally to make do her thing you know what i mean because it's like how often do you see that i can't think of i can't think of many examples um but yeah so apparently that last line pissed a lot of people off um let's see nevertheless the trackers found a reason to try and sabotage dixon's company online taking a consumer review website trust palette to give bad reviews some of the people partaking in the misguided trash and included men who the product isn't even for yeah i saw that well, uh, the fuck y'all doing over here you ain't got a vagina there were quite a few uh i even saw one where the person uh put like hashtag bernie sanders at the end i know i know denoting products as being about slash for one particular race is just wrong i will not purchase any of these products this will this should be all for for all women what are you telling young girls of any other race wish it was include i'm sorry i'm not reading these right i'm sorry that's my bad i got it guys me 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 don't any products as being about or for one particular race is just wrong i will not purchase any of these products this should be for all women we're telling young girls of any other race another person says i wish it was inclusive for all the children but thanks to your poor choice of words i'll be spending my money elsewhere target this is not okay brands should be picking everyone up not just one race if you're not looking to be all inclusive what's the point of your brand and another person says 
i received a bottle of one of the honey pot cleansers in my bump box subscription my husband bought for me during my pregnancy i thought the product was just all right then i saw the commercial where the founder of the company stated that it's to empower black women not all women only black women it made me feel that the company is not only racist but small-minded and not worth purchasing i will tell all my friends anyone who asked that the products are not worth purchasing very disappointed in the company and the founder um then there were people that responded back uh that had her back too um all those one-star reviews can stay mad that this product isn't for them it's probably not for me either but it deserves to be rated fairly by the beautiful and powerful black women it was made for it must have been that principle from the last story <laughs> right <laughs> it came off the top rope <laughs> I love Honey Pie. I also love Target's commercial highlighting the diversity of its products and business owner. They made a bold statement in support of Black History Month. And also thank you, Honey Pie, for your awesome pads with essential oil. So soothing and comforting. Uh, the negative comments only prove the point that no one wants black women to succeed. As if ha- saying, I hope this inspires other black girls excludes white women who literally have to do nothing and reward are rewarded for it. The jealousy jumped out quick yeah I, I one of them said something like i can't remember what the title was of it i saw the someone put the picture on my facebook but it was like it said something like stay mad hoes <laughs> I, I think that was the title of the, it was like stay mad hoes and then it gave a real review but that was the title uh but anyway dixon stands by what she said in the ad she even went on to say this my competitors have raised 85 million dollars I can't think of a consortium of black women that has raised 85 million. When you look at the real shit of it, that shit is real. She told the beauty independent recently. Uh, I have to do well. So the next black girl that goes into a room of venture capitalists with a CPG business has a chance. When you pitch to a company, you say, I'm building this company after the honest cold model of the shade or the shade moisture model. You have to show something that aligns with you. They already don't understand you. Being a woman is hard enough, but being a black woman, a lot of people have reacted to what I said in the commercial, but the facts are the facts, man. You can't look at that statistic and not infer that honey pot has to be successful. Um, so, uh, the other part of it though, is um she came in to uh leave an update and uh apparently they have doubled their sales since the quote-unquote boycott started mm-hmm. people going i i don't even know if i'm gonna use the shit i'm just gonna buy it just because she wasn't even trying to start no outrage and yet somehow she profited off of it hmm I love it when the plan comes together. I love when somebody's hate just blows up in their face. It's honestly the best thing y'all could have done is be mad. Right. Because right, people's like, the fuck you mad about? Oh, you mad because she black and she said something about black people? Fuck it. And you know black women will support. They'll, they don't give a fuck about I don't know nothing about no science, bitch, but here's some money. I mean, it's the best. I don't know ad- nothing about what you're doing, but here's some money. It's the best advertising you can have is people being mad, man. It's why, you know, sometimes I, you know, I pick and choose my spots. I'm human. I, I mess up sometimes. Everybody does. You can't, I'm not a robot, you know, but I, it's one of the reasons I, I told people I, and I mean it on the show and I mean it in my real life. I'm trying to let my anger stop being used by people. 
because mm-hmm. it puts you in a position where you're really gullible and sometimes you're helping the people because all they want is you to be mad so every time you get outraged about a uh a, a breakfast club uh video and you share it 57 times and you have 37 comments in your facebook page it's viral marketing for them they're never going to go off the air no one's going to get in trouble they're not going to learn a lesson you just help them while you were bitching about it planning on your podcast and and all that stuff talking you know to make yourself feel better you were also kind of helping them so you have to pick and choose your spots on when you want to do that i'm not saying Correct. it's reasonable to never do that obviously it's not reasonable you right. know some piss you off you, you know you do want to come, come smell this that's human but this in this particular case it was a bunch of racist people that helped the ad go even more viral than it was yeah because a lot of people probably had never heard of her product before then yep and then the last thing you had to do is give us a reason to defend some shit this is another reason i don't really go that hard on a lot of black people um celebrities and shit the way some people do because i'm like they one fucking thing from me being like yeah fuck whatever y'all talking about i'm, I'm back on their side because that's all it takes i'm hey i'm not gonna pretend to be above it there's people where i'm like man this motherfucker's always saying something crazy i don't know if i really fuck with them but let the right racist white person or group of white people come at them and i'm gonna be like man what you not gonna do you know and i'm just Ooh. being human about that and right. i think i i don't think i'm alone in that. i think Mm-mm. there's a lot of people that want to act like they're moral machines and computers that just do 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 every fucking time but the truth of the matter is we all emotional creatures and it's you know it's why my the kind of get out of jail free card with me is when people just be like oh i just don't like this person or whatever i'll be like oh okay cool my bad yeah keep it real because i get that you know oh, i'm a fan of such and such oh okay well shit i get it yeah sometimes it's that simple people don't like to admit it everybody want to act like they're above that feeling but nobody is and sometimes that's what happens with this kind of shit nobody was thinking about this shit people probably was just like i never even seen this commercial before i hadn't and then you do some racist shit now it's like uh i would like 12 honey pots please mm-hmm. it's probably black women down the target right now just a cart full of honey pot right buying the shit the fuck giving, up giving, giving it, it away. away yes giving it away a black y'all know how we do a black woman did this she did yes mm-hmm. use it a honey pot with every haircut like he's like just people get honey pots i know target was like well god damn it's all flying off the shelves right come on man uh all right zero to a hundred care uh 75 okay um yeah i give it a yeah i give it a i give it a 75 because it worked out and she got the sales matter of fact i give it a 50 actually they racism didn't work like mm-hmm. obviously still fucked with by the fact that they saw that little little thing and white people people are privileged you don't know what the fuck the racism is Mm-mm. you don't know white people don't know they don't know what the fuck they talking about like i legit listen i legit tune white people out i don't talk to white people about racism not unless i'm just telling them this is what it is oh it wasn't a discussion this is how i see this thing that's the end of it i'm not even about to participate in this back and forth with your ass like you don't know you don't pick up no books you don't hang around and know no black people you get your information from fucking like fox news or filter through some other white person no i'm not wasting my fucking limited black life minutes on you 
come on these are not any time minutes i don't have unlimited of these i gotta save them for people that matter for people that matter i want to talk to white people that matter you know i think low-key that's why i ain't really been mad about the bloomberg shit Mm -mm. i haven't hung out with a person that would fuck with bloomberg in 15 years i can't even imagine the person that would fuck with them that i would that would be around me so i haven't felt the need to be angry because i'm just like who the fuck voting for him i don't what you know what i'm saying so like for me i've been good but you know you get kind of tell and i'm not trying to hate on people i mean look you got your friends uh keep your friends i'm not trying to tell you not to be friends with them but i can tell on social media the people that still fuck with white people like that because they be the main ones going off about bloomberg and i'll be like oh you hang out with a lot of white people because you done found the bloomberg whites you kicking in with them too tough man don't fuck with them just no it's it's no if if something that simple can fool them trust me they not on your level nope anyway good luck to all the people involved in that all right let's get up out of here now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a stone cold racist all right all right <clears throat> we avoided a tragedy california police arrest a ups worker accused of threatening to carry out a mass shooting well goddamn yeah what can brown do for you apparently shoot the place up i guess he was gonna go postal that's a good one it's about time we had a good old-fashioned regular post office attempted shooter isn't it we've really gotten out there lately it's been a lot of like festivals and clubs and like remember when that was just a thing to having at the post office yeah yeah that's what postal came from post office hires veterans america don't care or take care of our veterans somebody got some ptsd type thing a lot of pressure in that job Mm -hmm. people don't treat you right uh and then you kill some people at your job and we go man they went postal ha 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 you don't want to work at the post office that was a joke now everywhere you get shot everywhere by everyone is everyone everybody got a gun you got a gun you got a gun anyway um he uh he was threat he was threatening a mass shooting he was arrested sunday police found more than twenty thousand rounds of ammunition good god who is you killing what 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 army is coming at your house and several weapons including tactical style rifles in his home thomas andrews 32 sent threatening messages to his employer the sunnyvale department of public safety and in a statement posted on facebook the text messages said andrews was planning a mass shooting at the ups in sunnyvale Mm-mm-mm. he alluded to a mass shooting in his text messages i definitely think we avoided a tragedy said captain dan pistor police launched an investigation and learned andrews has the reg- was the registered owner of four handguns and a rifle patrol officers found andrews and attempted to pull him over late sunday but he led officers on a car chase he was eventually captured with the help of california highway patrol Uh, after andrews was apprehended police searched his home and found more than twenty thousand rounds of handgun and rifle ammunition what situation 
does one need twenty thousand rounds of handgun and rifle ammunition and why is that even allowed the bears you got to take the bears and the deers out what else would one person need that much ammunition for they very other than shooting up a mass shoot other than a mass shooting like is that 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 should come in the mass shooting kit like off of amazon right. Twenty thousand rounds of ammunition four guns five uh, assault rifle like what the fuck here's a vest i'm surprised it's not on it's a one issues in a partridge in the pantry just in case you need it that's what that's what you know what that's what really it's gonna take it's gonna be like a gun store that just sell a mass shooting kit a whole ass kit a starter kit well hey you want the helmet and that's only a hundred extra hundred dollars you don't want one of those cops get a lucky shot off at you before you can kill them kids all right here you go it's a, here's some blood free gloves here's a here's a vest uh you know in case they're gonna be shooting at you you're gonna need a tactical vest uh and we got your shotgun for the close range uh here's a map to a school and <laughs> blueprint <laughs> here's some blood resistant goggles you know you got to keep the eyes clean definitely want to definitely want to memorize that layout to that school okay because i'm telling you uh and get rough in there when the lights go out nothing's more embarrassing than only killing a handful of kids you know it's just like why even try so um but yeah he was uh he had numerous high capacity magazines five tactical style rifles a shotgun three handguns and body armor and a partridge in a pear tree uh yes i said that tactic oh you did yes oh how did i miss that <laughs> wow i don't know how i'm no the one not listening yeah what the hell's going on with me <laughs> i'm so sorry i didn't mean to step oh, on okay. your joke oh i remember that i was like oh he must not have heard me i must not have. <laughs> it's too busy reading wasn't paying enough attention tactical backpacks of the ammunition was staged at the front door and a partridge at a <laughs> no, <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm the first one ever made that joke uh a ups spokesman told usa today that the company was aware of the situation and cooperating with authorities but had no further comment what could they say that nigga was crazy as hell right oh he did it mm-hmm yeah I'm, he did it we violating all the rights okay we don't need no trial andrews was arrested everything short from putting it on instagram live right andrews was arrested and hey yo everybody out here i'm 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 about to go post it i got i got my starter kit y'all y'all see my bullets hey get ready to bang them up bang bang bitches it's your boy thomas andrews out here live in front of my place of employment out here in sunnydale i got twenty thousand rounds four guns you know how we do you know what i'm saying we got to go up in the workplace get the cap in you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey I was, i'm about to deliver these bullets you know what i'm saying airmail next day delivery to your ass haha <laughs> shout out to mike my manager y'all y'all be looking y'all see y'all gonna send me a news in about 15 minutes y'all know it's gonna be lit you know they really do that some <gasps> of them some of them do oh no mm-hmm. some of them live stream their killings and all kinds of shit oh, uh the dude that shot up that church in new zealand did that oh yep yep andrews was arrested and booked in santa clara county jail on charges of making criminal threats evading police driving under influence there's several counts of weapon violation according to the sunnyvale police and a partridge and all right karen guess the race of thomas andrews he is as white as the the teenagers in sunnydale in that archer show all right sunnydale mm-hmm. ain't that the name of that little town Oh, Sunnyvale. 
yes it is sunnyvale yeah which is the the real town that just happened in sunnyvale oh i was saying sunnydale to make a joke because yeah, it sounds sunnydale, so close right sunnydale is the town from buffy oh buffy yeah all these damn sunny towns with with sunny shit don't be happening that flag uh on the oh wall. it's riverdale yeah you're thinking about riverdale yeah. it's one of them happy ass sounding names yeah sunnydale is when uh where the hell mouth was which mm. doesn't make the opposite of sunny it would explain a lot uh he's the centerfold of the month guns and ammo white living on the compound in the mountains white uh, ups stands for united pistol service white it's not always sunny in sunnyvale white riverdale riverdale is archie okay white on white uh on white man he would never do such a thing white his skin is the opposite of the employer logo white Ha. uh it's one of them generic pasty towns white the correct answer is karen you got it correct he is a white man yeah he real white he definitely looked crazy too he looked nuts like it's one of those people that you can't convince nobody that you didn't know is crazy when they ask you Mm-mm. did you have any clues i mean look at him he look like he ain't brush his hair yeah like his eyes like not they don't line up right people, one of them people when you interview everybody would go yeah i knew he was a little off he was a quiet man never said anything to anybody i know if a mass shooter worked with me that's what i would say because everybody be like why didn't they just say they knew because what if he get out on technicality now this nigga know i'm the one talking about yeah he definitely did it Mm-mm, Mm-mm. i don't think so Mm-mm. i can't believe it i either. didn't have no problems always a nice quiet guy who never who never, never bothered me let, let me know when he's found guilty just ask me again ah! but don't i don't have nothing to say for ask now. me again when you shut the cell door uh let's see a man has been arrested for a cow manure battery oh shit you hitting people with cow shit? Oh, this sounds like some pure bullshit. <laughs> a Florida man was arrested yesterday on a <laughs> A Florida man was arrested yesterday on a felony battery charge after allegedly dumping a bucket of cow maneuver over the head of a victim. Oh! What is going on with people getting these buckets of shit lately? It's like Mm, there's a dude in canada a dude in california and it's not the same dude according to a co- cl- uh, complaint affidavit jose ramirez calias calias uh 47 attacked the oh calias attacked the victim at a dairy farm in crystal springs a community about 30 miles north of tampa the complaint does not indicate whether ramirez calias or the victim work at spotos palm river dairy the investigators allege that ramirez calias scoped scooped the cow manure into the bucket and dumped it over the victim's head uh he reportedly admitted to police that he doused the victim with cow maneuver a cop reportedly observing the cow maneuver on the victim's forehead and leg oh it's still on there oh i guess you can't get rid of the evidence Mm-mm. ramirez calais who was listed as a transient in the complaint was booked in the pasco county jail his rap sheet includes convictions for battery aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and probation violations he was arrested in mid-november for allegedly threatening a man with a rifle but prosecutors declined to pursue that case and that's how i ended up on the streets with a bucket of cow shit Mm-mm-mm. what's his name again 
his name is jose ramirez calias oh hispanic all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um that florida shit hits differently hispanic oh shit <laughs> that's, that's a hispanic florida man that doo-doo brown <laughs> latino doo-doo brown that was a jam that's my bop but you know what the internet made people like whack shit uh right <laughs> yeah boy dope sound doo-doo brown brown his brand new brother <laughs> in town. town yes <laughs> what's going on doo-doo doo-doo brown uh esta es caca latina latinx latinx chipotle chipotle latino it was a shit storm latinx he planned to make tacos out of the cow shitty ass taco latino okay this sounds like a lot of people went the same way and you all got it right two hype brothers and a dog oh man what happened to them i don't know nah they only had that one song it was they captured a moment in time Mm-hmm. that was also like they used to play that like the band the band would play that the games and shit that was a shit <laughs> anyway uh that's his picture <laughs> that was a shit that's hilarious <laughs> yeah that's him right there uh he got a pretty clean cut for a dude that is a transient throwing shit on people that's not exactly what i thought he looked like Mm-mm. uh anyway let's go to the bonus round double the points and the rags double the points and the rags that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two two are you two for two yes can you believe it you've been on the street for like two or three days now Woo-hoo! we're gonna try to keep it going well if you get this one right that means you got all of them right this week i believe Ooh. i think i'm not 100 percent sure but i think that might be right because you know tomorrow is the walking dead we're not doing guest the race Mm-mm. so that means you would have really wow okay you won away you getting nervous <laughs> yes now police have charged a 30 year 38 year old lancaster county man with aggravated assault and other offenses after he allegedly called 911 more than 20 times what claiming hillary clinton chelsea clinton and the ku klux klan were threatening him okay he bit a police officer attempted to take the officer's gun and threatened to kill the officer during the incident february 26th well damn james wa min vo of mountville is also charged with a felony count of disarming a law enforcement officer and misdemeanor counts of resisting arrest terroristic threats and false alarm to agency of public safety according to west hempstead hempfield township police and departure in the chair vo is accused of texting lancaster county-wide communications nine times and calling the agency eight times he also was transferred to lancaster 911 from dolphin county 911 five times he allegedly wanted to talk to a good cop about civil rights and kkk issues he also believed that the clintons were threatening him police dispatch <laughs> i just i mean i want to understand but i don't understand how the, the clintons and the kkk's is all 
the same to him i guess two sides of the same coin right uh police dispatch an officer to vo's home uh to speak to him but he was not there complaint said when vo was not home uh when police returned at 10 p.m and then the officer called him he spoke to the officer repeatedly making outlandish conspiracy claims referring to the kkk and various actors and actresses shortly after that police say the officer who spoke to vo found him in the area of highland drive and stone battery road vo was wrestling with another officer on the ground police say vo was riding his bike along the road when the officer approached him he immediately became confrontational and attacked an officer punching him in the side of the head he also bit the officer behind his ear causing an open wound and attempting to get an officer's gun allegedly threatening to kill the officer Ooh. police used a taser device on vo before taking him into custody uh the officer allegedly bitten by vo was taken to the hospital for treatment uh he is in lancaster county prison in lieu of seventy-five thousand dollars bail uh karen guess the race of james hua min vo has the best foot in town asian all right let's check the chat room economic anxiety white crazy ass sister fucking joe dirt white member of the model minority asian white prevent right presenting asian because he didn't die <laughs> white he attempted to disarm an officer and live psychotic episode for a progressive white little did he know he was talking to ron starworth white james is a black man gotta schedule an ass whooping by a cop via text they blamed him for corona asian crazy broke asian crazy broke asian <laughs> and Aww. mighty whitey the correct a correct answer is karen you did it you went perfect asian And of course, uh, many of you said white missed it. <laughs> okay, damn, getting out of control, guys. Let it go. Uh, is it showing up yet? Okay. Oh, yeah. Look, oh. i mean it looked like he didn't not too bad for the fighting the police officer and Mm-mm. and still getting caught you know yeah, yeah he did that man that is wild yeah somebody brought the coronavirus and not I, we didn't talk about it on the show yet but people been doing hate crimes to asian people and shit it's been absolutely nuts racism is stupid man we be going in there they be happy to see us at the restaurants mm-hmm. yeah. the other day I, we went to the hornets game and i knew uh season ticket person it, he's an asian dude mm-hmm. and he came over and shook my hand and i didn't think nothing of it but now in hindsight i realized i'm very brave i'm a very tolerant liberal oh, and i deserve God. to be patted on the back okay no, for the bare don't. minimum no you don't so uh, i'm woke i don't know about no, the rest of you, no, you don't. people out here um trashing the asian community but uh your boy is not because i'm better than that okay when i shook his hand i heard white people in the back go oh so brave such a good black man so you guys are welcome if you're asian listening to this okay <laughs> i did you the service all right <laughs> but nah that was, that's that's crazy ain't okay. that nuts like how the fuck do you not know that just like some white person just came back from china on a vacation like how do you not to mention like at the time when it was starting and people was like china 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 uh i just saw something today that said coronavirus already been in the u.s for six weeks 
I didn't know it was in for six weeks. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck are y'all talking? What are you talking about? I didn't know it was already in for six weeks. Just fucking wash your hands and don't touch your face. Okay, let's just let's just start with what we can control and and leave the racism for another <laughs> day. Right? God damn, people be people are ridiculous. All right, uh, sore ratchet this time, guys. Shively police have arrested a man after giving after giving police false identification and threatening officers with a sword. Mm-mm-mm. Giving them false identification. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, he lives in a town called Shively. I mean, he probably be shot shiving people. Uh, Matthew Hall, 35, black, was arrested and charged with giving an officer false identification, identifying information, resisting arrest, wanton endangerment, and criminal mischief. According to arrest reports, police are located near a residence uh in nova way a court attempting to locate the suspect on a warrant police saw two men enter the residence and when they knocked on the door hall answered hall told police he went by the name george white <laughs> maybe he thought if he was a white person they'd leave him alone apparently sir i am a white george white nice to meet you get off my porch yeah officers asked him to come out the door the suspect then slammed the door and locked the door oh, running, shit. running into the attic <laughs> goosey the officers the officers forced their way into the home while in the attic the suspect was holding onto a sword and was kicking through the ceiling placing the officers in danger officers able to apprehend him and put him under arrest he's currently uh booked at metro corrections so mm-mm-mm. right time moved on him so fast all right y'all that's it for this episode we'll be back tomorrow with our walking dead recap we went a little long today but you guys you know what you deserve it okay coronavirus out there on everybody's ass ain't it though people stressed out it's a lot going on you can't touch your face what if your eyes start itching your nose what if you bite your fingernails like me okay this is, this is a stressful time for us i don't want to meet no people talk to nobody okay don't touch me i don't know where you've been it's a lot of a lot of suspicions going on out here so uh yeah i'm glad we could provide you a little bit of uh sanity in a crazy yeah. crazy world and question all your family and friends like roger did me every time they do something go did you wash your hands did you wash mm-hmm. your hands did you wash your hands i hope you guys enjoy super tuesday because i think that means the flash is on with legends of tomorrow oh and people are voting so i don't know if the results are in yet it's uh seven uh, o'clock our time yeah so i think our polls close at seven yeah, think, yeah so i don't know what it's looking like out there the but, numbers gonna start rolling in pretty soon you know uh hopefully uh y'all get the results y'all want man because god man yeah, and then uh i was looking online they said in uh tennessee they're fighting and they're suing to keep the polls open you know because they yeah. had their, their shit in nashville and it yeah. was like hey y'all gotta give people time to go to the polls oh yeah rest in peace to the 19 people that died in that tornado in nashville it happened overnight the right yeah i totally forgot uh i had an article saved on that and i guess i must have lost it or something but yeah that that's crazy mm-hmm. man whew, you just never know man one day you here one day you gone all right y'all until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.